is the Stay at Home Mom Yeah Right podcast. You are about to listen to my mom. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Welcome to the Stay at Home Mom Yeah Right podcast. I'm Sarah Smith, your host. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by Cheyenne Vesley, who I followed for a while now on Instagram. She is a single foster mom. Thank you, much. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast, Cheyenne. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, now, every parent has various paths of how they become one. Just because you didn't give birth physically mm-hmm. to a child doesn't mean you're not, you aren't a actual parent. Can you tell me what the words to the song Different by Micah Tyler mean to you and have led you into being the amazing mom you are? And for those who don't know, the chorus is, I want to be different. I want to be changed till all of me is gone. And all of that remains is a fire so bright the whole world can see me that there's something different. So come and be different in me. What does this mean to you? Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I love that song. (laughs) Um, I think it's just so fitting for my life and kind of the journey that I'm on. So um, I, it just means a lot to me because I do want to be different. You know, we all want to be comfortable in our lives, but sometimes we need to step out of our comfort zone and be different in what God is calling us to. And I feel like I've, um, I've really followed in that and I've really leaned into those lyrics, the lyrics of that song and, um, the journey that I'm on with being a single foster mom. Was that song, um, helpful in making you realize that this is the path that God has given you for parenthood? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, was really just, you know, before I became a, a foster mom, I don't have any biological children and, um, I was just going day by day, you know, like feeling like I didn't have a purpose and that I needed to do something else, um, with the life that I, you know, I've been given and I've been blessed with. And so when I heard that song, I just realized like I need to do something different with my life. And, uh, what's more different than (laughs) stepping into foster care as a single parent. So I have three little girls. They are almost six, almost two. They actually both have birthdays this month and then a three-year-old. And how has it been? Um, Today I saw in the news that where you live, Arizona is a COVID hotspot. Um, The COVID Uh hotspot of the world, actually, I'm sorry. Um, How has it been parenting (laughs) um, for you through this pandemic? Um, it's been really difficult. <laughs> Can't lie. Um, also with this, this new placement, this three little girls that I have, I took in a school age child and, um, I had never done that age before because I do work full time and I am obviously single. And, um, so I've tried to steer clear of school <laughs> and then especially during COVID, I'm like, I don't want to deal with that because, you know, things are changing all the time with the schools opening and go and then closing, going virtual and all that. So it's been quite the challenge trying to balance, you know, being a single parent, working full time, 
doing the virtual learning, all of that. Plus the girls' daycare has closed a couple times. So then I had to transition to working from home. And so it's been, it's been quite the challenge. And yeah, we are, our cases are quite high here, unfortunately. Yeah. How long have you been a foster mom? Um, since August, 2018, no, 19. Okay, so yeah, it's been like 18 months. Um, how many children have you fostered? I've had eight children oh, okay. so far. Uh, what have yeah. been the best and the hardest parts of fostering parenting? So I guess we'll start with the best. <clears throat> um, the best. Um, obviously, loving the children is easy. That's the easy part, right? And that is the the best part. But um, I really became a foster parent to foster the entire family and not just the children. And so um, I've had five different cases and three of those cases have ended in family reunification, two with back with biological parents and one with um, biological family. And um, that's been really really just such a blessing to be a part of that. That's definitely what I became a foster parent for. Um, I try really hard to build relationships with the biological family and we, we get really close. And so it's, it's been such a huge blessing to be a part of, you know, just watching a family heal and helping them through it, rooting them on. Sometimes these parents, they, they don't have anybody on their side. And so I tell them that I'm, really just quite honest with them. I tell them like, I am rooting for you. I want you to succeed. And I really think that that helps parents, um, you know, stay on track and do what they're supposed to do to get their children back. Just knowing that they have someone out there rooting for them. That's incredible. I love that. Um, are you able to keep in touch with them once they leave with you? If you have fostered that relationship with the family? Yeah, so I, um, I'm actually pretty lucky. I've been able to keep in touch with all of the children that have, have left my home. Um, and I hope to continue to build relationships that I can do that in the future. Because, you know, it is hard when you have these kids, they, you get attached to them, obviously, and then the kids get attached to you. And so it is really important to maintain those relationships so that the, the attachments remain the same for the children. What has it been like, um, what are actually, what is your hardest, um, parenting moment? What has been your hardest? Um, like the hardest part of foster care? Yes. You mean? Okay. Um, uh, the hardest part, <laughs> there's a lot of hard parts. Um, I guess I would say the hardest part is definitely the goodbyes. They, it really is really, really hard because you do get so attached to these kids. Um, you definitely just love them. Like they are your biological children. And, um, yeah, saying goodbye to them is really hard. It's really bittersweet a lot of the times though, because they are going back to, well, hopefully going back to their family and, um, family unification is obviously what we root for. So even though it is a hard part, it's also the best part at the same time. Right. Yeah. I would imagine it would be very difficult, but at the, yeah, at the same time, it's like, you're so happy that they can go back with their actual family. Yeah. It's hard for you because you've, you're their mom, like you've been their mom for the time that they've been mm-hmm. with you. So yeah, it so is, connected. it's really hard and it's hard going, obviously, since I don't have biological children, sometimes I go, 
um, periods of time, short periods of time (laughs) where I don't have any children. So it is hard going from being a mom to not being a mom for like a week and then being a mom again. And the transitions are just really hard in between placements. So what is it like um, when they do go back to their families, um, which is the ultimate goal? Like what has it been like for you? Um, just, you know, I try to keep in touch with the family and just, uh, be there as a support to them if they need it. Um, I haven't had any, anything happen where kids have returned to care or anything like that. So everything's been, I mean, it still is pretty new for a lot of my cases, but for a lot of the kids that have returned home, um, but yeah, it's been successful for all the parents so far, which is great. And then for me, I just um, sit around for a couple days until I get the next uh, set of kids that need me. Unfortunately, Arizona is uh, one of the bigger spots that need, you know, there's a huge need for foster care. Um, so I don't go very long in between placements. I can take a break if I want to, but I usually don't. Um, I usually go right back on the list. And so I usually have kids back in my home within the, the next couple days. Do you have time to prepare mentally and physically for another child while you are grieving the, the one who just left? Yeah, the the first uh, placement that I had, it, he was a little boy, a, a baby, and um, he was actually my longest placement too. And I was so incredibly attached to him. And <laughs> so when he left, he went home to biological family and um, it was so, so hard. So I did take um, a two-week break after that um, where I just put my license on hold and um, just kind of grieved that loss. And then uh, ever since then, I've felt like I've been able to jump right back into things. Um, I think, it, you know, each goodbye never gets easier, but um, I guess being a little bit more mentally prepared for it helps because you kind of know what to expect. Um, but yeah, I, I have taken the two week break was my only break in between. <laughs> so has anyone trained, prepped or counseled you to help you through this pa- parenting journey? Um, well, you, you know, you take the class while you're becoming licensed um, to become a foster parent. You do take um, several hours of classes. And uh, when I was going through the process, it was in person. And so um, it was good to have that trainer, like, you know, not one-to-one, but there, it was a pretty small class. So, um, to have the trainer there in person with you and you could ask a lot more questions. I don't know. It's virtual now, so I don't know how that has been, but, mm-hmm. um, also the group that I was in, you become kind of like a little support group <laughs> with each other. Cause you're all going through the process together. Um, and then, but that, I guess that's pretty much it as far as, um, the trainings go. I mean, you have continuing education hours that you have to do. So you do have to do some training, but, um, I've taken it upon myself to really try to learn a lot. So I've done, um, trauma-based trainings just on, on my own time. Um, and I try to read a lot of, a lot of books, a lot of different kind of books about foster care and adoption and also hearing, um, the, you know, stories from adoptees because their voice is obviously the most important. So I try to stay up to date with all those types of things. 
Um, do they have various support? Like, are you able to get together with, or virtually now I would imagine with other foster moms, just so you can bounce things off of one another? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything like that in person. Um, well, obviously now, but before, I don't know if there's stuff like that in person, but, um, Instagram has actually been a huge support for me. I've met a ton of, um, foster parents through Instagram and, um, even more so single foster moms through Instagram. So that's been a huge support. Um, so we now have several text chains where we just check on each other, which is super great and supportive. Um, and then there's also, you know, groups on Facebook that you can be a part of for, um, single foster parenting and stuff like that. Oh, that's great. Um, can you share anything that you'd like my listeners to know about foster parenting or foster care in general? that people might not know? Um, I guess one of the main things that people say to me is like, oh, I could never do that. I could never be a foster parent. Um, And I just want, I just tell everybody this, like, if I can do it, you can do it. And there's such a need for uh, foster parents and especially good foster parents. You know, these kids go through, so much being taken away from their family. And it's just so important for, I feel like everybody in each community to step up and help in some way for these, these vulnerable, vulnerable children and, you know, their families. And it's, it is really, really hard, but it's also so incredibly worth it. There's so much good that comes from it. And, um, really, if I, if I can do it, anybody can do it. (laughs) And it's so worth it. Um, I know you're very busy, but are you able to take time for yourself for self-care, um, like at all, or are you just constantly busy? Or are you able to have someone <laughs> out with the kids or, um, self-care as a mom? What is that? No, I know. Right. I ask um, every day. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely hard. Um, you know, I take time like right now during nap time when the kids are sleeping and my house is silent, (laughs) that type of stuff. Um, just sometimes even, you know, if everybody's having a hard day or, you know, siblings are fighting or that type of thing, we'll just go for a drive and I'll go through Starbucks and grab a coffee and they'll have their DVDs on in the back. (laughs) And we just drive around in the silent car where they're strapped into their car seats. I count that as (laughs) self-care. Absolutely. But no, I do have a good, uh, I have a good support group here and I have family that helps me and, um, um, my church family is really involved in stuff. So I have a lot of support. I'm really lucky. That's great. Uh, well that is all I have, but thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing about your journey. Um, where can people reach you if they have questions about foster care, if they're interested in becoming a foster parent, where can they reach you? Oh, absolutely. So my Instagram handle is the best way and it's uh, foster mama vest. So just foster M A M A V E S. Thank you so much, Cheyenne. I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. have just listened to the stay at home mom yeah right podcast with my mom i hope you 
enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Thank you.